Hi there, welcome to Shiloh Tabernacle London. We're located in South East London in Woolwich Dockyard, Block 1, Unit 9, Dockyard Industrial Estate, Woolwich Church Street, SC18 5PQ. Join us for our Bible study every Friday from 7.30 to 9pm and you can't miss our Sunday services packed with prayer, vibrant worship and a powerful word. First service is 9am to 10.30 followed by our family service from 10.30 to 12.30. And now for the best part, let's get into the word. When I was preparing this message, I encountered it started last night. I encountered with so many questions, and I could hear the church asking, where is the power we used to see? And everybody, whether church members, whether pastors, whether apostles, whether prophets, they're all asking. There are so many questions. But one thing I can encourage us with, the God of Elijah is the God of Elisha and is the God of Christian, is the God of Moses, is the God of, of Esther, is the God of Pastor Ruben, is the God of Joyous. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, I have this pleasure to tell you that there is a God who has been waiting to hear to ask such a question so that he may answer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, we are knocking at the door, at the door of heaven and we are asking will you not answer these questions will you not answer the questions the apostles are asking will you not answer the questions the pastors are struggling with will you not say something to the evangelists of this country will you not speak to a certain worshiper who is tired of singing one song and there's nothing there's break like breakthrough tonight in the name of jesus angel gabriel is asking you is asking the church Actually, let's go to, 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 uh, to look. This, this question is, uh, it has to be answered tonight. Anything you have tonight, the answer is now. And our faith says so. The answer is now. Luke chapter 1. The angel Gabriel is sent from heaven. There are there are some messages you feel like this is from heaven. And to some of us, in the, the, uh, the, the, the answers you receive from heaven and the answers you hear and you're like, it is not for today. It is for tomorrow. Okay, can you just, are you there? I'm giving you another chance to reach there. Angel Gabriel is sent to bring a powerful message but to the empty vessel. Do you get? The message came purposely for the whole world, not for one person. Much as it was, it, 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 it was sent to, uh, to Mary. Luke chapter 1. I want us to start from verses 26. Our key message is in verse 34 to 35. I want us to see this. This is a conversation between the angels and humans. This woman of God is so anointed to hear. He is favored. The church is favored. The church has everything. But somewhere, somehow, 
Because the Holy Spirit is no longer leading, the church is empty. Whatever we see now at our watch is a sign of what is taking place in the spiritual realm. Whatever you see around you, whatever you hear inside of you, it is a sign that in the church there's something that is missing. So Angel Gabriel started by these words. In the sixth month, and the, in the, sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Angel is sent tonight to a church called Shiloh Tabernacle. To the ministers, to the married, to the singles, the angel is sent to Greenwich, Bala, in the United Kingdom. Whenever you hear the word of God, it is not just the word of God. It is a message for generation to generation. If you look at what Angel Gabriel is saying to Mary, it is, <laughs> it is from generation to generation. Look at how many years, 2,000 and some, and some more years. And he's saying to a virgin betrothed, the, the, somebody who is virgin has never seen a man Somebody who is a virgin, he doesn't know anything. He just, she knows him herself. And said, to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of, of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. Why are they, why, why the, their names are so specific and they are mentioned? Always, whenever God speaks to you in a dream, in a vision, and brings a person or a specific name, mark that thing. It is not just a vision. It is not just a dream. But it is a message that will be for generation to generation. Sometimes that message can be of today or tomorrow, if it is from God. Number 28. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled. So many times the Lord has brought a powerful message. And instead of receiving a message, we are troubled. Reason being, we do not have the revelation of the word of God. What is going on today in your life, in my life? We are lacking something powerful and important, which is the revelation of Jesus, the revelation of his word. And he said, Look at him. He's, he's the angel saying, you are so highly favored. But, the, but Mary's like, huh? Has, ha, have you ever got a message in somebody like, huh? Are you sure? Yeah. And even tonight, you are highly favored. Church of Christ, you're so highly favored. And you're so anointed with new wine and with new oil. Number 29 Bible says, and he, after saying that, you're so highly favored, he added another word, that the Lord is with you. This is not the president is with you. This is not the prime minister is with you. No, this is not the powerful witch doctor is with you. But the, the, the Lord, there is something that's missing in me and in you. And tonight we have it. And that is the revelation of his word. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and, and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. Thank God he tried to discern. So many times we hear the message and we are not even, we are not even ready to discern. What was the message for Sunday? What was Pastor Ruben trying to tell us? What was it for that intercession? Discernment. Tonight we am blessed in Jesus' name. We embrace discernment and we ask of God more of his 
grace to discern the word of God. And he's saying, uh, number 30, and the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God, number 31. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Indeed, this woman of God had to be troubled. She has never seen this. You know what it means? May I prophesy to us that this is the time to embrace things, impossibilities becoming possibilities. These are the days where the church is about to encounter with the anointing where the lame has to walk, where the blind has to see, first in the spirit and next in the physical. The things are happening as we speak now. Glory to Jesus. And he said, and the angel said to her, do not be afraid. The church must not be afraid, whether people in the church or not. What we need to know, we have to discern. What does the Lord say? What is the meaning? Now, number, number, 30, number 32. Now, the prophecy has come now. But the one to receive the prophecy is troubled. Can that be the church today? Can that be you and I? Can that be the marriage who are struggling in their marriages? Can that be the singles who are, who are struggling to get the right men and right women in their lives? Can that be our young people who doesn't know who is who to choose? Can that be a, a business person who is struggling to get the, the, the business person who has the money, but they, they don't know what to do with the money? But the Lord is saying, do not be afraid. And behold, your womb, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. The mission is almost accomplished. But the Lord is saying to the church, what I am getting from these verses, we know who we are. We know whose we are. And we know what we are supposed to do. But something is, we do not know the timing of God. Somewhere, somehow. Look at Mary, number 32. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. Mary has been given assignment. And the assignment is so huge. But she has never seen this before. She has never seen any woman having a baby or being pregnant without a man. And now the angel continues to say, this is, this is what's going to happen. And then, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father, David. The woman doesn't understand the message. The church, we don't know, we don't understand the assignment. We do not know the mandate. We might know the mandate, but we do not know the instructions. So as, as we come every Wednesday, we are here to ask God. We know the mandate, but where is the instructions? Can we discern the seasons and the times? Can we believe the God who spoke to Mary? Can we believe this God who spoke to Elijah? Soon we'll see how uh, we'll talk about Elijah. But God is speaking to us. In a few minutes we'll be, we'll be praying. But I want us to have this faith in us. If you come in church in a building like this, what do you see? What do you hear? 
What do you discern? You know the devil would divert us, that so-and-so is not here, but for you, you are here. So-and-so is not in the choir. Do you discern what happened to so-and-so? Can you do something about so-and-so? Brother C, Sister E, can you? This is our assignment. Number 33. And number th and, say, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. In other words, the woman is gonna, is that very moment, she was conceiving the kingdom of God. She was conceiving the unity, the trinity, the unity of the trinity. She was conceiving the trion anointing. <laughs> she was conceiving the, the angel Gabriel, she came, he came to put, to, <laughs> to transfer the power to have a baby Jesus. So when you look at what the Lord is speaking to us now, he's speaking to the church that you, know, you need to understand that you carry the triune anointing. You are not like any other woman. You are not like any other man. You cannot worship like any other worshiper because you carry God. Mary, church of Christ, what we carry, it is not a usual thing. We carry the important anointing. Glory to Jesus. Mary is conceiving that very moment. This is what I'm perceiving. That when the message of God is coming right now as we are hearing, we are receiving the revelations of God. We are receiving the instructions how your, 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 uh, how your assignment is going to be. Because so many times we, you're waiting on God for, uh, you, you, you fast for many days, 30, 40, 21, three days. And then after you do not get anything out of it. But somebody speaks one word and carries you from generation to generation. So wherever you come in the presence of God, may your ears, may my ears be attentive to hear from God. Number 34. And Mary said to the angel, now, look, look at this. This is what the church is saying. Mary is saying, <laughs> number 34. Can all of us read it? One, two, three, go. And Mary said to the angel, how would this be since I am a virgin? Is there any question in your heart tonight? Can the church answer this question? Can the marriage answer this question? Can the young people answer this question? Can the pastors answer this question? God is saying, <laughs> I have spoken, but nobody receives the revelation. I have spoken, but nobody perceives what the heavens has for us. But tonight we have come to receive in the name of Jesus. Indeed, these questions are there. And out of these questions, we are learning Lessons from what happened in the days of Mary, so that we may not ask these questions. Glory to Jesus. This is the answer. This is what we, need, we are going to pray for. Number 35. And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. 
what are we getting out of this? Can the pastors see it is not all about how many people you are, God has trusted you with. Can the, the, the flock know that it is not all about your pastor. It is all about me and my God. And this is where the church is going. It is all about you and your God. Where you are at, where the church is at, it is you and your God. Glory to Jesus. So God is speaking to us and he's saying, it is not all about the humans. It is all about who leads the humans. It is not all about the church name. It is all, it's not all about the, how big, powerful, and clean, and beautiful building is. It is all about the Holy Spirit filling the people inside. It is all about the Holy Spirit, friends. It is all about the Holy Spirit to answer every single question. And even tonight, I speak to us by the grace of the Holy God said that when we are full of the Holy Spirit, we do not have any room for fear. We are scared of what will happen to the, uh, to the church tomorrow. We are scared of what is the, the economy will become tomorrow because the church is empty. Oh, the church is halfway. Oh, the church is, is, is the, the church is uh, caught away. What is it God is saying to the nations? The church must have an answer. We have to have an answer for the economy today. But you know what, what, is, what, what is the hindrance we are seeing today? Because we, our eyes are on the obstacles. Our eyes are not on God. We are like Peter. Peter, Peter is asking Jesus, if you are Jesus, allow me to walk on this water. And the moment Jesus said, here I am, walk on water. The power is here. This is the same church. It is, for me, the, the, the pictures I'm seeing now, the picture the Holy Spirit is portraying in my, on my mind, they're all about the church. They're all about the ministers who are called to take the, the body of Christ on another level. So God is saying to us in these verses, what do we learn? What are we studying? And he's saying, and the angel answered her. There is an answer for the church here. There is an answer for the economy of the land. There is an answer for the revival of the land. There is an answer for the young people who are struggling, who are the crossroads right now as we speak. There is an answer inside of you, not your neighbor, but inside of me. Why? I carry the Holy Spirit. I carry the power of God. I do not carry the spirit of my father. No, I carry the spirit of God that created heavens and earth. The spirit of God the angel is talking about is he's in, in, he's in, in Genesis chapter 1. When the, 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 the earth was empty and void. And then God started speaking a word and the holy spirit started putting things in order i am speaking to somebody your 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 inside your, 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 your world let me use this word your world is scattered 
The world of the church is scattered, but I am prophesying to the world of the church. We cannot afford to be scattered, not anymore. We are, we are scattered by, by so many things, but right now as we speak, we are organized in the name of Jesus, not by power, not by mighty, but by the spirit of the sovereign God. Speaking to my fellow prophetesses, speaking to my fellow prophets, speaking to my fellow evangelists, you are rising in power. Church of Christ, we have the solution for the economy. I have that assurance. I do not care even if, I, even if I don't have money for my rent. But one thing I know, the creator of the universe is inside of me. And if he is inside of me, it is the same God who provided for Elijah through the ravens. <laughs> <laughs> this same God, he can still do miracles. This same God is doing miracles right now in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. He's doing the same thing. The power of God is with us, friends. We cannot afford to be afraid. If we are afraid, then we do not have God. Because God does not get afraid. God has no room for fear. Mm -mm. <laughs> and he's saying, the power, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. When you're overshadowed with something, that is the thing you will speak. So is the church being overshadowed by the Holy Spirit? The answer is yes. But the fear always takes over. You know what the church fears? What will my neighbor say? What will the people say? And that's how we have lost it. But not anymore in Jesus' name. Amen. Not anymore in Jesus' name. We have seen waves, we have seen thunder, we have seen lightning, but now we have the power of God. And it is the power of God that leads the church, not man, not words of man, not the plans of man, but the will of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit is leading us today and forevermore. From generation to robot Koshika, from generation to generation. Hallelujah. We have seen Mary getting the understanding of what he has to do. <clears throat> now, look at Angel continues to speak, showing how and what to do. What to do and how to do it. Number 36. And behold, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. Number 37. Let us, all of us, read this word together. One, two, three, go. For nothing will be impossible with God. That was the key to unlock, hmm? to take away, to destroy the fear. Number 37. It was the key for Mary to say yes to the call of God. You need one word from God to say yes to the call of God. You do not need someone, those summons are good, but there's one, only one word you need to answer to the call of God. I sat with a woman of God and she told us that after two years staying in the house, this is another person came to us. 
after two years, seated in the house with her God. And to talk one idea, godly idea, godly thought. We just need God. We just need to unlock our hearts, our spirit, man, that God may speak to us. Because he speaks every now and then. The problem is we are so ignorant of his voice. Because John 10 verses 27, he says, I know my sheep and they know my voice. So whose sheep are we? Let us ask those questions. If we are to go to another level of loving God, of knowing God, we have to understand which, which, whose are we? Because, I mean, my father, my biological father, died many years ago, 26 years ago. Yes, 26 years ago, he died. But even if he calls from afar, I will remember. I will recognize his voice. So if we are friends of Jesus, why are we not getting to know his voice? Don't you see that we have a cause to pray? We have a cause to inquire of God. We have a cause to answer to what the Lord is asking. I am here. I guess here. I guess she kabaku talamasia. Reki talama. I hear the Spirit of God saying, I am here. Ask me whatever you want me to answer. I will answer. Come with your questions. What is it? I sat with a man of God back home in Uganda. We were talking, we were sharing of the ministry in the UK. How God is working, how God is moving in the United Kingdom. And he, out of the blue, he asked me a question. He said, but what's wrong? And he was not the same. He was not them, him. I knew it. It was the angel of God asking me. And he, he added another word. Is it money? What is it? Why is it that there's no breakthrough? Talking about revival. Why are you? Let me ask you and I. Why are we not breaking through in the spiritual realm? Uh, do we have the Holy Spirit? So if he's there, what is he? Why, why is he doing? We are not allowing him to lead us. We are not interested in his leadership. We are not interested in his lordship. But God forbid, tonight we have come to say, here we are. Use us. Give us more and another instructions. We know what to do, but somehow we need the instructions of God. They are telling me what to do. Go to so and so. This means that there is nothing the Lord will ask of you after this flesh that you do not know. Meaning, we have no reason to say that I did not do that because of so and so. Go to Elizabeth. She's pregnant. She's carrying a ministry too. You know why you're here, ministers of God? You know why you're in Shiloh? Those online, you know why you're in Shiloh? You have come because we are pregnant and you're pregnant too. You are pregnant of what? 
Mary comes to Elizabeth. She is aware of every single thing. She's full. So Mary must come to joyous when just is full and just must know what to say to Mary. People are coming, they are coming, they are running. <laughs> I hear them coming. They are coming, God is sending them. And them, they that are coming, they are full of questions. So we must prepare now. Because we do not know our tomorrow. We must prepare now. And the hour is now. We must discern the times and the seasons. That's why the angel had to come to Mary. Go and say, go to, to Elizabeth. And it was so specific. Why is it God when he speaks to us? Why you cannot ask? He brings, God brings a beautiful dream that is taking you and the people to come and the others to come. But we are not ready to ask. You know why? We are always say to us, I know other people of color, they will, they will listen to this one as well, but I always say to us, we Africans, we love to depend on others. And because we love to depend on others, our anointings are stagnant. God forbid, starting from tonight, our anointings are going to connect it and they are going to do exploits. If somebody comes to me as an evangelist and I'm an apostle, if an apostle comes to an apostle, we must join the anointings together and our faith must break through. The reason the anointings of black people are not breaking through is because we are so selfish. Look at us. We break every now and then. We break every day. We are 20. And two of us say, ah, ah, we cannot continue with this one. We have to go somewhere else. Why not continue with this one, even if you don't want the, the building, the people, the faces? And what takes us to, to other places is because of our characters. I can testify this with my experience. I'm not ashamed of anything. God calls us, but the timing. God calls us, but the shape of our characters. And when we come, we can't see anything in the church. So therefore, what, what, the, the, the next thing to do, you talk to so-and-so, sister so-and-so, what do you think of this church? I don't know. Another one has a solution for you. This church, there's nothing like, a, uh, there's nothing like a anointing. And then the word goes around. And then the next thing, the church is scattered. But God forbid the one word you started with, to scatter the flock, we have to go back and repent. I've seen this, and I'm speaking this through my experience. We cannot afford to walk with our tongues anymore. 
We walk by the Spirit of God. For the Bible says, Apostle Paul speaks to the church of Rome, 8.14. And he said, those who are led by the Holy Spirit are the children of God. Not those who are led by anointing. Not those who are led by the miracles. Those are the fruits. But those who are led, those are the results of the Spirit of God. But if we have the Holy Spirit, then we know. Somebody comes to you and you say, no, 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 no. We don't do that. In our church, we don't listen. We don't attend to this. And you are among us. We don't want you to go to hell. This is the moment to direct and to guide, to instruct our fellow ministers. Because we have seen them going astray and we have not said anything. But this time around, my fair apostles, pastors, truth must set us free. Hallelujah. So, Elizabeth, now I want to show you something that is about to happen these days. Something that is about to happen at our watch. And it's going to happen when we are in the service. It's going to happen when we are on the streets. Some of us is going to come, boom, when we are not even ready. Uh-huh. Let us go to this um, number. Um, we'll finish number 37. For nothing is impossible with God. So that has to be our motto. That's, that has to be our confession. That has to be our, our song. I know I have debts, but nothing is impossible with our God. Nothing is impossible. Board of Christ, nothing is impossible with our God. That means if the angel is saying to this one, for nothing will be impossible with God. What the angel of God is, is, is planting in Mary's heart is saying, Mary, <laughs> nothing is impossible with God. Therefore, if you want to get uh, uh, to be afraid of anything, just be aware of this. Nothing is impossible with our God. In your marriage, in your children's lives, in your church God has trusted you with, nothing is impossible. Uh, will the things be hard? Yes. That's why this word comes. In, in, in impossibilities of humans, God will come forth as our possibility. He will come forth as our, our answer. The church must know this, that this is our life. Because we are full of the word of God. We walk by faith, not by sight. And whoever who comes to God, in preaching, whoever who comes to God, in prophesying, whoever who comes to God, in, in worship, must believe <laughs> that he does exist in any single thing. Pastor Robin, look for us that scripture. Is it in, in Hebrews 6, 7, I think. Whoever who comes to God, Whoever, name them, evangelists, apostles, church members, teachers of the word. I think it is Hebrews 11.6. Yes. Whoever who comes to God, I am full of faith. God has tested my character 
And now I can sit with other women of God and tell them nothing is impossible with God. I can sit with other pastors and say, guys, whether building or not, nothing is impossible with God. Deaths or not, nothing is impossible. Have you seen it? Is that Hebrews 11? Amen. And verse 6, praise God. What is it God is saying to Mary and Elizabeth? Between Mary and Elizabeth, there is a journey. Much as they are cousins. There is a journey between you and the person you'll be serving with. And because, look, yeah, 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 yeah. this is the revelation. I am a worshiper. Pastor Ben is a worshiper. We are in the same department. But between me and Pastor Ruben, much as we are married, there is a journey. And you are different. You have seen him teaching. You saw him Sunday. Very powerful and different from joy. What does that mean? I should submit to this anointing in order to be in unity. Where there is no submission, there is nothing like <laughs> revival. Because what the Lord is doing is making us one. That's why he told his disciples and said, you stay in the upper room, never you depart until you receive power to make you one. Then after being one, you go into the streets, into Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, till to the ends of the world. So between me and the person I'm, I'm serving, between the church, between the person and the church, there is a gap. Who can fill that gap? Only intercessor who is full of the Holy Spirit. Because we are called to stand in the gap. So if you cannot stand in the gap and build the walls, the enemy has broke, has, 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 uh, has, has destroyed. Then we are no longer, we are not worthy to be called intercessors. We are intercessors by actions. We are not intercessors by words. Isn't it, friends? That is it. So, Mary is starting a journey of anointing to produce the mandate, to bring the mandate on us, to bring a redeemer, deliverer, a savior of the world. He's carry, she's carrying a lot, same as you and I. We carry the savior of the world. Wherever you go, you carry. Wherever you go, you're different. That's what the angel is saying to, to Mary. You're so unique. Do not tamper with your anointing. Do not allow any man, any woman, just simply come and say whatever they are saying. And I don't care however much and how many, however much they are anointed and how many they have been in salvation. Their fruits will prove us. Up our fruits. Our church communities, our communities in the United Kingdom, God has tested us. And we better rise for this. Whether Salarian people, whether Ugandan people, whether Tanzanian, God has been testing us with the seniors and with the juniors. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That's why whenever you find a senior, submit. Why it is necessary? Not every senior. Mm -mm. I'm challenging us that our eyes must discern who speaks 
in your life. So, the journey, Mary is carrying this anointing, this new wine, this new oil, and he's going to see Elizabeth to receive instructions. You'll find the, uh, you'll find if you, you I'm, I'm, I'm giving us uh, assignment to go and read the entire passage. You'll find what Elizabeth is supposed to tell Mary. But there is a revelation there. Mary meets Elizabeth. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. This is the revelation. The churches are coming together. But the churches are gathering. God is causing the churches to gather. But they are gathering. They're going to be two anointings. The apostolic anointing and the prophetic shakaya, the, pro the prophetic anointing. So, the apostolic anointing carries the teaching, the evangelist, and the, uh, the, the, those five graces. And then the prophet will see and will direct. Father, we are ready. We are ready, Jesus. Speak, 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 we'll take the message. We are ready. We are ready, Jesus. We are both For you have filled us with your power. For your both Thank you, Jesus. Just allow me to, to free and prophetically. Two anointings are coming in our communities. For some of us, the Lord has tested us. We failed the test, and he's coming back to us again. He's giving us another chance. To those who have passed the, 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 the test, we are rising in power, and they are rising in power. Hallelujah. So the prophetic anointing and the apostolic anointing, God is saying that because the apostles have five graces, and the, 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 the eye of the Lord with the, prof, the, with the prophet will sit and see and discern. And they will tell the evangelist, you cannot do that. Go this way. This is the hour. Even if we want to shikaya, even if we want to wait for other hour, no, we want to be prepared. This is the hour. Praise Jesus. So God is speaking to us that if we are to come to this God that speaks, we have to believe. So this is one of the key things and ingredients to the believers that's been missing. I think Pastor Ruben said it. Somehow, like he said it, he mentioned it like uh, that there are so, so many believers, non-believers, hmm? believers who are non-believers. In other words, then the believers who carries the word believer, name believer, but inside they are non-believers. For example, we bring a word that God is taking us to another level, and you're like, ah, huh? how? Indeed. Thank you, Mommy Christine. How? So, because you cannot see your way out, it does not mean that the way is not there. Because you have passed your exit, does not mean that you cannot go back. Come on, guys, we can go back. Even if we pass the exit, we can go back. Church of Christ, we are on our way to, that, to the breakthroughs. We are on our way to our destinies in Jesus' name. So, Elizabeth and Mary, the prophet and the redeemer, they are coming together. 
Woo! Shakayama Hose. Can we? Uh, can we read there? Anyway, we still have some time, a few, few minutes, and then we'll be praying and leave this room. Let us, uh, let me, before you go any further, let me, let me just read this Hebrews 11 and verse 6. All of us, we know that in Hebrews, we have testimonies of men and women of God who have suffered but persisted and hindered and resisted their obstacles. If these men in Hebrews 11 stood and these women stood and overcame their obstacles, their difficulties, we can't do the same. Reason being, it is the same power. Ministers will change, leadership will change, but God remains God. Hallelujah. It is the same God. That's why we have to keep on and remain in God and abide in his word. Hallelujah. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe. Drawing near to God is a, is, is, is a symbol, a sign to come in a place of prayer, a place of worship. If you come, if you come closer to God, you make sure. And actually, it's a must. <laughs> it is not just, I'm just going. Uh -uh. It's a must to believe. If you're a believer and you're not a believer on a name and a non-believer in heart, <laughs> that's a huge message. So the teachers of the word must take that message and teach us how do we become believers and come out of the non-believers. Uh-huh. Must believe that he exists and he and that he rewards those who seek him. Now, when you look at this, when you look at people who seek God. When you see today, after COVID, the wave came. The wave of fear hit the doctors, hit the nurses, and including the church leaders. It hit the wave of fear, hit the prophets. They could not believe what the Lord was saying in the midst of the wave. And God spoke. I remember organizing some women from Scotland, here in London, and some other women from Africa, they joined us. And we prayed. Midnight, there was a group. There was a group at three, People gather themselves. I just spoke a word, and the people, they started grouping themselves. But in the midst, in the midst of that wave of fear, COVID was a wave of fear. It was a wave of fear. And it came to hit the church and the economy of the land, of the whole nation, whole world. And in the midst, as we prayed, the message came so clear, and I noted it down. And I remember the Lord showed me a laboratory to the people who was, was with me on, on, online. I mentioned the number of the laboratory. 
And I asked anybody who knows about this laboratory. There was nobody. And I went and I searched about the laboratory and it's here in this UK. What does that mean? If I am a watchman and my eyes cannot see and my ears cannot hear, how am I going to protect? Does that, does, doesn't it mean that the, 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 the word in Isaiah 56 came to pass in our days? In verses 10, you write it down, you find it. You find how the intercessor is worse than a dog that cannot even bark. Intercessor. Ministers. Isaiah 56 and verses 10. You can read the whole passage in order to get the whole thing. Where God is taking us, it is, is ushering us in the place of hearing, of seeing, and of understanding. So, if we come closer to God, that means that is the worshiper. God is talking about the worshiper. He's talking about the, uh, uh, the intercessor. He's talking about the pastor. He's talking about the entire body of Christ. We draw closer to God. Why? Because we need to hear what he has for us. If he cannot speak to us, then we are leading ourselves. So the wave of COVID, it came as a fear. To hit the ministers who hear from God. And now what happened, what, what happened is everybody is a, a prophet and a prophetess. I am not against anything, and I have no idea of anything. But one thing I know, if I continue and do what I'm not supposed to do, it is a judgment. And may God have mercy upon us. And that's why we have come always on Wednesdays to intercede for two hours. We are starting this introduction. What is it exactly the Lord is saying? We have heard what the Spirit of God has spoken. And you have to carry the message. We have to pray the message. Intercessors, they must pray the scriptures. Praying the scriptures means that you are praying, the, you are getting the revelation out of these words in the Bible, and you pray them according to the needs we have. We are living in times where there's nothing like prayer. And if we are to ask each of us, what is prayer? Prayer is talking to God. Prayer is talking to your boss, your maker, your creator, the one who called you, the one who anointed you. So I'm encouraging us and I'm challenging us. As we are about to pray, after hearing this message, what can you pray for? Get a prayer point. We need the Holy Spirit to fill us and overflow. And when we are full of the Holy Spirit, then our eyes can see what the Lord is showing us. And then our ears can hear the voice of God. What we hear from this, the angel speaking, the conversation between Angel Gabriel and, and Mary. 
I cannot, I cannot stop. Uh, the, the, the Holy Spirit is reminding me to go to, to, uh, to Luke 1 again. And we see our message for the year, our message for this month, for this day, for tonight, for generation to generation. Go back to Luke chapter where Mary is encountering with the instructions. That's where the church is, is at the moment. Look. Is the message clear so far? Praise God. We thank the Holy Spirit who is leading us. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to get the, um, yes. Number 50, <clears throat> no, let us start from verses, um, uh, did he? Let us start from verses 46. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. I want to see where the baby is. Let us start from verse 39. Luke 1, 39. Praise God for those who are online. We love you. We honor you. And we do believe that the anointing of God is with you. <clears throat> are we there yet? Uh, number 39 from Luke chapter 1. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill, country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and, uh, and greeted Elizabeth. Remember, the angel sent him, sent her to, to Mary and uh, to Elizabeth, and Elizabeth is, his, is her cousin. <coughs> Sorry. You cannot get this until you read the whole passage. That's why every single scriptures they give us, the verses, do not just go for three or two or one. <clears throat> Sorry. And when Elizabeth heard the greetings of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Do you get what is going on? Elizabeth is feeling the whole, she's feeling the Holy Spirit because the one who is speaking to her is full of the Holy Spirit. Already she's, she, uh, the Holy Spirit has already overshadowed her to go and minister to, <laughs> to the giftings that are inside Elizabeth. I'm talking about the giftings, but this time around the ministries. The ministry that is in the church, Mary, is ministering to the church, Elizabeth, so God is, is, is joining the churches. This one is happening. Argos is with Sainsbury's. What does that mean? Yes. <laughs> the anointing of Mary and the anointing of Elizabeth, these two churches, they need each other. The ministers I minister with, I need them. They need me. 
So we need each other to do what? To fulfill the mandate of the kingdom we carry. Hallelujah. So the giftings, they knew each other now. You sit with somebody and you just sit and you, you know each other. It's like you have served together for many years. I met Pastor Ruben and he, me, I was full of the Holy Ghost. And for him, he was full of beer, alcohol. But the Spirit of God spoke to him. He, test, he can testify. And God speaks to, to, the, to the alcoholic. And there comes your heart. What, 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 you, what do you mean? These are the things that are coming in the church. God is sharpening the eye of a prophet. Is sharpening the teaching. The teachers who teach us the word. That they may bring people in their positionings. Praise God. The gifting 